You already know the voice of reason. You already know how I get down. We're going to have an amazing playlist, which is my co-host tonight. And all week long, we've been on fire with the topics. And Friday, uh, this Friday, I'm not going to let off the gas. Why would I? Why would I? Man, let me tell you what tonight's topic is. It's, it's It's a doozy. And let me just thank all of the people who have been sending me topics. I appreciate that. If you want to send a topic to me, all you got to do is email me at VOR106 at gmail.com. Many of the topics I discuss here have been coming from an inundation of topics flowing into my email account. So tonight's topic is no different. I'm bored is tonight's topic, going through the motions of a redundant relationship. A deeper look at what makes your relationship common, regular, average, basic, or unique. What makes a relationship unique? What makes a relationship common, basic? Ah, a lot of people don't ask these questions, but I do. Agree or disagree, if you and your partner are happy, content, and satisfied with your relationship, then occasional less than exciting periods are normal and probably not harmful. What aspects of your relationships feel humdrum? I wish we would do this. I wish we would go here. Why don't we do True or false? A boring relationship is often characterized by a loss of interest, affection, attention. Being comfortable in your relationship is a good thing, but boredom can signify that things need to change. Being bored is totally different than being comfortable. And it's also different than being too comfortable. You got some people that are too comfortable. They they need to be a little uncomfortable in the relationship. Is there anything about your relationship that feels totally unique? And I ask this question because you understand the premise of the show. Relationship is spirit work. I know a lot of people don't want to hear it. I know a lot of people don't want to accept it. I said it the other day. And I will say it again. Self-work is the work that is supposed to be done in the relationship. Not this tiresome energy that we put into turning our partners into what we think they're supposed to be. Self-work is the work. You hear people say it all the time. You know, marriage is work. You know, really a good relationship is work. Relationship is work. You got to put show the effort. No, the effort is inward. The effort is inward. And oftentimes we put so much effort into our partner being what we think they should be. That we lose sight of the true purpose of being in an actual relationship. True or false? Feeling bored doesn't mean your relationship is doomed. By working together, you can find ways to bring passion and excitement back into your relationship. Spending time together, changing your thoughts, and trying new things are strategies that can help. Can I just really break this down for y'all real quick? It's changing your thoughts. Oh, Lord, when we come forward, I I didn't got the signal. When we come forward, I'm going to the phone lines. You already know the phone lines are open to everybody who has a opinion, who wants to share, who wants to join the discussion. This is not a lecture. This is not a monologue. You are welcome to come in and share your thoughts at 1-800-920-1580. Call in, call in. Let's get the roll call going. The voice of reason shall be. 
on fire tonight. Reasons. The reasons that we're here, the reasons that we fear, our feelings won't disappear. Disappear. You're listening to the voice of reason with Zoe Williams on KBLA Talk 1580. Don't we fall in love? A Marie classic record. A lot of people believe that that is the forerunner to Beyonce's sound. A lot of people believe that. Got the same producer to produce, uh, what is it, uh, what was the record? Something Crazy in Love, or what was the name of that record with her and Jay-Z? Is it Crazy in Love or the other record? What was her first record? That's Crazy in Love? Okay, yeah. Yeah, I, I should never mimic trumpets okay cool but yeah man you know my playlist is my co-host we're here tonight and we're talking about being bored in your relationship now this is this is gonna hurt a lot of people but i'm gonna say it anyway the person you are today and i know a lot of people think they change but people rarely change much may might change a little bit but people rarely change much so typically the person that claims they've changed typically doesn't change that much. So they're the same person they were in all of the relationships. All you got to do is journal how you are in the relationship. And you'll see maybe some incremental changes, maybe. But for the most part, people are about stimulation. What are you doing? Where are we going? What's cracking? You know, you don't do what you used to do. Most people are focused on things being done in the relationship so they can feel as if they're wanted, cared for, appreciated, approved of. And I've already told people before, all of that stuff is inside work. So if you start doing all of that stuff and you get it off the table as a form of expectation, then what is the relationship? And what you find is, Relationships that are successful are okay with the boredom, with the monotony. They're okay. It's more about you and I, we good, we're connected. But the relationships that don't have a deep connection are, are, are totally rooted in where are we going? Where are we going? 1-800-920-1580. What are your thoughts on that true or false it is important to remember however that boredom is not the same thing as being comfortable or too comfortable true or false 1-800-920-1580 how do you deal with monotony in relationship i believe if you're working on yourself if you're expanding your consciousness your partner should come to learn a new aspect of you Every once in a while, there should be a ripple or a wrinkle in who you are. But when people get old, people settle into their ways. Now, does that mean they become stagnant? And if they become stagnant, does that mean the relationship becomes stagnant? 1-800-920-1580. Call me, call me, call me. What are your thoughts? Mimi from Jacksonville, Florida. Get in here. Hi, so. You made it. Yay. <laughs> all right. You've been trying all week, and you finally got through. Mimi from Jacksonville, Florida. Welcome to The Voice Yay. of Yay. I'm so glad. I think monotony can be very sexy if you make it sexy. Sexy monotony. Talk to me more. I'm intrigued. I think if you have a date night every week, whether it's a movie, whether it's a cooking class, going to the beach, because I'm from Florida, so the beach is always lit. Um, you can make it sexy, you know, as long as you're working on each other. I'm working on me. He's working on him. We're healthy. We're happy. And we have that date night, and it's just we're sending sexy messages and doing what we do. We can make it sexy. I like it. I like it. But oh, wow. doesn't it get old sometimes? <laughs> doing the same thing over and over, doesn't it get old? You're not doing the same thing, though. Every week, it's it can be a movie, it can be dinner, but it can be a cooking class. I don't live in L.A. I can't go to Knott's Berry 
farm or whatever, but I can go to I'm in Florida. So we can we can have a picnic at the beach. We can take a cooking class. We can do like a some paint and sip thing. You know, you can get your guy to do a lot of things when there's cooking involved. Yeah, food is is really a magical tool for relationships. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> I especially good food. Now if it's nasty <laughs> then he might cheat. But I, I digress. <laughs> <laughs> Rut repellent is what Trumonger call it. And, and a lot of people are in a rut because sometimes when you're searching for safety and security, you don't really know you're asking for a rut. Can you talk hmm. to me about that? Well, see, maybe Trumonger just is thinking of it in a different way than I am because I just think monotony is sexy. You know, you're not, I just like that. If I'm, we're not arguing, we're not, it's not negative, we're, every week we're going to do something. We're going to, we're working on it. Share. And I'm, I'm looking at it as a positive. Right. We're working on it. We're going to do something, we're going to share some time, it's going to be quality time, we're going to vibe. I like that. Yes, we're going to vibe. Yes. I like that. Mimi from Jacksonville, Florida, you made it into the Voice of Reason. You already know Yay. you're welcome to do it anytime. Call me, 1-800-920-1580. If you want to bring your city into the building, all you got to do is do what Mimi did. Call me, 1-800-920-1580. Let's get Fred on the books. Fred from North Ridge, California. Hey, what's going on, So Happy Friday to you. Yes, sir. And um, Mimi has uh, the right idea. I lived in Florida for a while. So, uh, you know, it has a lot of offer because they also have winter in Florida. It gets cold there sometimes. Mm -hmm. So, you know, at night, man, you, you make your little fire pit. I hope Mimi know what I'm talking about. You get your little fire pit together with a bottle of cold wine. You and your woman, woman bottled up on your little bench with your blankets and so forth, looking at the clear blue skies and so forth. Um, then, you know, in Florida, they're a lot more social. You can go down to the... Uh, what they call, uh, I was in Tampa, so it's called Ebor City. It's kind of like New Orleans. But, um, you know, you go out there with your woman. It's free to get in. You have a nice dinner. You do a little dancing. You do a little karaoke. Um, you can go jet skiing. Uh, basically take walks, bicycling. It's safe to ride a bike in Florida. I mean, there's a variety of things. But if you're talking about L.A., now that's a different story. Okay, well, basically, it, it, first of all, it depends on a person's vanity. Do they want to be around people or they don't want to be around people? And uh, here in L.A., it takes a lot of time to get from one place to another. So basically, you have to plan out your little, you know, your little dates. Uh, you usually go to the same place over and over. But if you have use your imaginations, you can go to Pasadena. You can go over to you uh, might, you might need Santa a pass. Monica. You might need a pass to get through Pasadena. Hold on, hold on. Don't just mention Texas. <laughs> old town Pasadena. <laughs> old town. Okay. Out. Old town. You're old fine. Old town Pasadena. Okay, you don't cool. need no pass. <laughs> okay. You cool you in old remember, town. I'm old. <laughs> hey, I'm old, so I don't go in the danger zone. So <laughs> <laughs> hey, but, hey, um, go ahead, Fred. If you're really interested, if you're really interested in, in keeping your relationship interesting, uh, they can come to your show. Shit, I mean, I'm sorry, they can come to your show. You know, that was a that a hey, Michael never went to one to a filming, and it, it it made her like you know like wow, I never did this before. But there's a million one. They got screenings here in L.A. They got plays. They got uh, lounges. They got. I mean, if you're really into that person, and you know, you're gonna make you're gonna make something. You're gonna make something happen. I agree. You're Thank you. Make I agree, Fred. Thank All you, right, brother. So, we appreciate the insight, man. Sean from Oakland, California, get in here. I know Sean about to say something too. Come on, Sean. <laughs> well, hey, brother. Well, you know, I mean, first of all, unique, right? In a relationship, you had mentioned that. That's very, that, that question sparked me, you know, first of all, I love your show so much because you are helping people because you're putting out conversations that really make people think. And I've said this before, but, uh, so when people, when you talk about 
you know, boredom or, or, you know, one of those things where you're not doing anything or or not doing much. Mm -hmm. It doesn't seem like you're doing much. In my mind, that's called co-regulation. Come on. That means together. You all are just together and you're regulated and you're relaxed and no one's demanding nothing from you. No one's wanting something from you. I mean, no one is is like there's it's just you're trying to reset your minds together. And, and I think that's great. And, and, and regarding um, uniqueness, the only thing I can say with my relationship is I'm the half glass full guy, right, in my relationship. I'm the I, I'm positive no matter what. Now, I'm not Pollyanna positive, but I'm like we can work anything out. And my my wife is like a notch down. I don't want to say she's negative because that's not true. I'm saying that she has the 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 glass a little bit uh, half, you know, a little bit empty. And so I mean, our uniqueness is you know when I'm you know working through something that we're working through together, and, and you know it doesn't come out right. What I'm saying is positive, and I could give you a bunch of examples, but it, it, it's more so like, hey, I, I think this will work out if we make this decision um, regarding, you know, the, the sprinkler system in our house or whatever, save some water, money, all that kind of stuff. And then, you know, it turns out we don't get a lot of uh, rain for so long and all that. And then she'll say, you know, we need to really do that, and you weren't really right on. She can bust my chops, is what I'm saying. <laughs> That's unique, and I'm not going to take it personally because she's right. And then I can bust her chops for sometimes when I'm, you know, really fired up and positive about something, and we're moving forward, doing our vacation or something like that. And then, uh, you know, she's like, "I'm not sure this is going to work out right or whatever." And then everything goes good. And then I can tip my cap. It, it's like it's really just like you really respect each other's differences, and that's the hardest part. The hardest part is respecting everyone's uh, differences in a relationship. Mm-hmm. Because if you just want it one way, I'm not sure. I'm sure that can work in some cir- circumstances, but I don't think that works all the time. And, and I, I, you know, that's that's my two cents. And uh, you know the. The lady that called in earlier about uh, some things being boring, being sexy. Oh, yeah. When you're sitting there without a screen in front of your face, you know, and, and you know, and all right. of that. Guess what? Guess what comes to your mind, though? I mean, maybe we should, you know, you know, get together a little bit now physically, <laughs> you know. So, you know. That's my two cents. Thank you, Sean. We appreciate you, brother. You already know you got a seat at the table. If you want a seat at the table in this conversation, all you got to do is call me. When I come forward, I'm going to talk about the difference between passionate and compassionate love. The number to dial is 1-800-920-1580. Join the discussion. Everything you do, I want to feel again. Y'all going to be upset tonight. I'm going to say this. The more internal work you got to do, I believe the more fearful you are to be alone and to do nothing in your relationships. A lot of people are afraid to do the work. So what happens is they look for passionate relationships. Passionate relationships have feeling of excitement, and and there's 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 this sense of moving and doing and there's this sense of yeah it, it moves fast it feels fast uh, the you know the the stages of the relationship arrive fast but fast isn't always good for many people because you see a lot of people out there who move very fast in relationship you know. You meet one day, you're engaged three weeks later. You know, you know the types. Again, emptiness causes you to seek stimulation. That, to me, that is the passionate relationship. But then there's something different, the compassionate relationship. And, And that's characterized by people who say, it don't matter where we go, just long as I'm with you. The compassionate relationship. It don't matter what we do. 
just long as I'm with you. Right? We ain't even really got to do nothing if you don't want to. Have you ever been in a relationship where y'all just enjoyed each other to the degree that, you know, you want to go somewhere? Nah, I'm cool. I don't want to be around all them people. We right here. We are right now. I am saying we are so stimulation addicted that we don't get down to the nitty gritty of what can make a relationship compassionate. We got to first burn off the passion. A lot of people don't want to burn off the passion. I promise you. A lot of people want to, uh, let me, they want to feed the passion, right? This is why a lot of people are sitting around going, uh, how come you're not doing what you used to do? What, how come you're not doing what you did to get me? Well, again, the relationship is predicated on the acquisition, listen, the acquisition of self-knowledge, who you are, what you are, how you show up, how you, listen, how you show up in the relationship and how you show up for yourself while you're in the relationship. This is, relationships mirror all of that stuff back to you. So most people go for the passionate relationship. Let's, let's go to Jamaica. But on the inside, you're Jafaka. You're not real. You're not the truth. You think the stimulation will keep the relationship going. I'm telling you, doing and going and, 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 and to and fro. Let's go do this. Let's go do. That gets old just like the same sex position. Oh, now sex is always good if you can perform. But sex gets old. Going to the same relationship or going to the same restaurant gets old. Going to the same movie theater gets old. The movie might be different, but the process is the same. And then if you go back and you look at yourself, just I know a lot of people don't want to hear this tonight. But if you look at the process of yourself, how much different are you in relationship 37 than you were in relationship 12? If you're virtually the same person, then you're not learning anything. What is Arabia find that quote uh, from Muhammad Ali when he says the man who is the same after 50 years. I'm going to have uh, Arabia read that quote to y'all. Yes, compassionate love is more profound and much more intimate. It is marked by commitment, trust, and affection. People who have reached this stage of their relationship care deeply and understand one another and support each other. Uh, you, you tend to find a lessening of judgment, a lessening of condescension. You used to be this and you used to be passion. You want to keep the passion is a fire that can go down to a flicker. That passion got to keep. And if you don't do it, there's somebody else out there who will. What's the quote? Turn our mic on. Let's the man who views the world at 50 the same as he did at 20 has wasted 30 years of his life. Boom. The man who is in a relationship for 30 years without doing any self-work has wasted the relationship. 1-800-920-1580. Am I going forward? Am I coming forward? Oh, I got time. Many people are in relationship because it's fear-based. I just want to be here because I done spent so much time. Oh, Lord. The time is like, is like uh, minute dollars. I don't want to waste none of the minute dollars. I done, I done put so many minute dollars into this person that uh, if, I, if I leave now, I won't recoup any of the minute dollars that I have invested. And that's a lot of people feel that way. I wasted seven years of my life. What did you learn? 
You didn't learn nothing because you wasn't looking for you. You were looking for them to provide. Man, a lot of people say, oh, provide is money, money. And it's not just money. It's stimulation. Provide stimulation so I can be, so I could feel like, you know, I didn't waste my time by being with you. There, Man, I'm going to tell you right now, so many people are suffering with boredom in relationship. I know, I, I know, a lot of people don't want to hear it. Boredom in relationship can also be caused by other factors beyond this natural shift from passionate to compassionate love. Now, first off, please understand that that natural shift from passionate to compassionate love is actually a gift. Because if you can get out of the addiction of passionate love, let me, please listen now. Passionate love is superficial. What are we doing? Where are we going? What's going on? What's happening? Let's continue the... When you shift out of that into compassionate love, it's let's stay at home. Let's... <laughs> let's watch the great pumpkin patch together. <laughs> let's watch that old 70s, that old 60s, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer is coming on. Let's see Heat Miser in there. <laughs> Do you understand? It don't really, y'all, you're not bound by doing. You've heard me make this distinction before. Passionate love is doing. Compassionate love is being. I, I, I want to shift out of the human doing into the human being. That's what love is really about. Now, you can't shift into that space with your partner until you shift into that space with yourself. You must have and you must cultivate and have compassionate love for yourself. And with compassionate love for yourself comes self-empathy. You hear people say self-care. I don't use the word care because care means burden, sorrow, empathy, self-empathy. I empathize with me. When you start cultivating that, you can shift from passionate love into compassionate love for self. And then that can radiate outward into your intimate relationship. When I come forward, you think I won't cook? You think I won't continue to cook? The voice of reason is in the building. Is it good to you? Good to you. More voice of reason with Zoe Williams when we come forward. Come on, LL, don't do him like that. I think about a sharing a crib, losing Listen, man. You've heard me say this on numerous occasions. The effort you put into the relationship. It's meaningless. It's just a performance. If you haven't put a concomitant amount of effort into yourself. It's just a performance. It's a shell. This is why I said passionate love represents doing. Whereas compassionate love represents being. A lot of people are bored and they feel stuck in relationships because they've got to a point where the doing becomes cliche. Now, I, I, come on now. This is why people struggle. I, I'm talking to a sister in, in the studio today. I listen to your show all the time. But I ain't going to call in. No, sir. No, sir, Rebob. You ain't going to get me out there like that. No, it, but again, we've got to have these discussions if we're going to grow. So here are some reasons why relationships shift into boredom. Number one, you got different interests. I already told you, you guys misinterpreted what uh, equally yoked meant. Many people think equally yoked means, uh, you know, we share the same beliefs and interests and ideas. and That's not equally yoked. Equally yoked is really... Yoke comes from the same uh, word. Yoke is the English uh, interpretation of yoga. 
A lot of people don't know that. Yoga means union, equally unified. What does that mean? It doesn't mean we share the same ideas. It means our spirits are unified. It's spiritually yoked. That's what it is. We are yoked spiritually, not ideologically, because I can date somebody that has totally different ideas and beliefs than me. But if we are unified spiritually, we are spiritually yoked. Somebody said we got to be the same religion in order to be equally yoked. You're an infidel if you're not saved, if you're not covered by the blood. When I come forward, I'm going to keep teaching her why we are bored in our relationships. The reasons that we're here, the reasons that we fear, our feelings won't disappear. Disappear. You're listening to the Voice of Reason with Zoe Williams on KBLA Talk 1580. Woof. Woof. I forgot that, but that that was the fire back in the day. Eric was on, the name of the record is called React. Eric was on fire for a minute, man. Eric was killing. So let me get back to what I was saying here. You know, differences of opinion, different interests. I believe that spiritually evolved people can have totally different interests and still be locked into each other. I believe when you don't have this Uh, what Abraham Maslow called self-actualization or what Paramahansa Yogananda called uh, self-realization or what Siddhartha Gautama Buddha said was moksha, enlightenment. When you don't have all of this, you got to have the same interests. How about that? See, when you listen, when you when at a certain level of consciousness, you see the oneness of all things. But if you don't have that, you better have the same interest so y'all can connect on something. So guess what? Even within having the same interest, you still have differences of opinion and differences of perspective. And that causes conflict. And in that conflict, there is a potentiality that you may grow apart because y'all don't really see things eye to eye, even though you ascribe to the same belief or the same interest. See, I'm, I'm trying to shift you out of passionate love and into compassionate love, where it don't matter if you do or don't. You still love each other fully and totally with your whole being. This is why wounds and trauma has to be reconciled or what you're going to do is be a spiritual beggar. Asking your partner, please deliver, please deliver, please give, please give. Because when you give, it lets me know that I'm loved by you. Woo, when we come forward, Zoe Williams is going to keep cooking. Don't Don't get it twisted. I could do it by myself. KBLA fifteen eighty Santa Monica. Never had a the voice of reason. We turned up tonight. Don't be afraid. (laughs) People in my chat room said, Zoe turned down the lights when this song came on. The Voice of Reason is live on KBLA Talk 1580. We're having a really deep and layered discussion. I'm bored going through the motions of a redundant relationship. It's redundant because doing all of the things that you thought made you happy is simply not enough to be fulfilled. And I know a lot of people, see, sometimes you got to go and do what you've always wanted to do. And then you do it a few times and you realize, okay, that was cool. That was cool. And the way the human mind works, we want to move on to other things. 
We, oh, that was fun. Let's try this next. And I'm saying in intimate interaction, the constant and incessant doing gets old. Monotony. You know, you can say, oh, we could have date night. Okay. We can plan to do something different every or once a week, every uh, every week, right? Every week. So four times a month, we're going to do something together. But if you're doing that with a person that's broken, with a person or with two people that are broken, because it's never a person. I need, to, I need people to understand that. It's always two people that are broken. That's how y'all together. Ain't no whole people attracting and being with broke people. I just, please understand that. It works the same with money. A lot of times people who got money be like, that person broke. You can see the dust on them. There's a, there's a dust aura around. <laughs> I can see their whole lot. Their aura is dusty, right? So, uh, again, and, and when I say dusty, I don't mean dirty. I mean, there's a dinginess on their spirit. And a lot of times people who are of an elevated consciousness, they see that and go, okay, I can't deal with that. Right? So when I'm talking about, you know, it goes both ways. A lot of people, don't, they always want to be the victim. They always want to blame somebody for coming in their life and disrupting their lives. I'm here to tell you a bunch of doing is not going to heal those wounds. What they're going to do is conceal those wounds only in the moment of the participation of whatever it is you're doing. So when people say, here's tips, right? I want y'all to listen to this. Here's some tips on how to break the monotony in a relationship. Compliment each other. I disagree. Don't compliment each other. You don't have to. If it's organic, fine. Do it. But just, oh, I, I need to compliment you. I and mean, it's been a long time. I should compliment you. What kind of silliness is that? Beauty recognizes beauty. Game recognizes game. Evil recognizes evil. And I'm, I'm not trying to put it down. I'm, I'm just letting you know whoever wrote this stuff is the reason why a lot of us are still trapped. When you compliment you. The outside compliment is is icing. It don't matter. When you're in this uh this 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 deep and meaningful understanding kind of love with yourself, seeking, you know how many people in relationship are seeking to be complimented right at this moment. So now the compliment is an opiate. Oh, you're so beautiful. Thank you. I was waiting for somebody to say it. You're so gorgeous. I, I, I thought I was gorgeous, but you just confirmed it. If you don't get your... You better get away from that person. I'm, I'm just... Okay. Plan date nights. You can't... What, is, what does it mean to plan a date night with somebody who's running from themselves? They at dinner with you on date night. Because they running from themselves. I don't want to plan date night with somebody like that. <laughs> Shouldn't you be at home wrestling that dragon in your spirit? That hot, fire-breathing dragon in your spirit. You should be oiled down and butt-ass naked wrestling that dragon. You should not be out here with me having a, a steak. Now just plan some date nights with sick people. No, We don't do that. Work has to be done. The real work in relationship is self-work. This is why you get bored. Because your wounds are sitting on the sidelines going, at some point, you're going to have to look over here at us. <laughs> at some point, you're going to have to address. Guess what? He's going to drop you off at home. We're going to be sitting on the couch when you walk in the door. When I come forward, you think I won't keep cooking? Who dares me to keep cooking? I swear I'll keep cooking. It's Friday night. Let's do it. Reasons. The reasons that we're here. The reasons that we fear. Our feelings won't disappear. Disappear. You're listening to the Voice of Reason with Zoe Williams on KBLA Talk 1580. And music. It's a cold experience. Nobody in the world is doing it. And the Voice of Reason is on fire tonight, man. 
I'm going to tell you why you bored. Because somebody told you you're supposed to have the same interests. Somebody told you you're supposed to make an effort, an external effort, an effort coming from you to them. I don't believe in any of this stuff. Call me. I mean, challenge me if you if you think, you know. <laughs> right? You don't pay as much attention to each other as you. Listen, this is all childish. Do you know society has, has, has formulated us, conditioned us to pay attention to that which is superficial? Do you know we shy away from that which is substantive? Hmm? Did, do you know that? For the most part, that's what happens. If a person is demanding that you pay them attention... Why don't we see that as a problem? I need somebody to pay attention. Typically, we talked about how a person was raised. We talked about how, you know, in whatever environment, if they didn't get attention, they go into adult relationships seeking attention. So we don't see that as a problem. We, it becomes a, 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 real, um, a real credible and viable expectation. You need to pay attention. And if, again, if if I'm in a relationship with somebody and I sit down and say, why? Like, let's have the discussion, not disrespectfully, but let's have a respectful conversation about why I should pay attention. Now, again, I'm, I'm a person who believes in the organic movement of things. If it happens naturally, great. I will focus. We're good. But if it becomes a demand, isn't that something that would push a healed person away? Right. <laughs> and I'm going to tell you right now, this will end most fear-based relationships. Listen to what they say. Uh, how to break the monotony in your relationship. Go out separately and make new friends. Do you know how many people will, first off, the concept of ownership that is affixed to monogamy. What you mean go out and make new friends separately? What? <laughs> so, so I could do that too? So that's on the table now, right? We, so we both making friends. Is that what it is? Because, <laughs> so you need that. In order to bring a spark back to us. <laughs> Do you see what I'm saying? The, listen, the average person is typically codependent in their relationship in some way, shape, or form. You're addicted to the doing. If they're not showing you an effort that you mean something. No, you show an effort to yourself. <laughs> I know a lot. Okay. Some people say spend less time on your phone slash social media and start living in the moment. But what if the moment is scary? What if the moment brings back all the things that you have neglected within self? I'm not saying that these aren't good things to do. I'm, what I'm saying is every time somebody presents a concept or an idea, there is a flip side. Do you spend less time on your phone? Is this person more interesting than what's on my phone? See, I got this blocks game <laughs> where I put together these patterns and the blocks and then I solve the path. That's more interesting than the person I'm sitting with. Why is that? And a lot of people don't like that. I, listen, I'm, I'm on this solitaire app. And I'm about, I'm about to make some real money off this solid. Again, sometimes our smartphones are more interesting than our significant others. You know why? Because a lot of people use the relationship as a distraction from doing the self-work. I know a lot of people don't want to hear that. I, I know. I know. But I'm here to tell you. I don't... 
I don't really care what you feel about it. I have to share it. So if I'm going to spend less time on my phone, be interesting. This is why one of the questions was, how common is your relationship? Are you the same person in the, in, in the last 12 relationships? Is, are you the same person? What makes you unique? A unique person is, is, is very interesting to be around. It might not be a joy, but it might be interesting. They might not be a pleasure to be around, but at least you're going to be like, wow, there's, there's nuance and there's subtlety to this person. There's, there's, there's layers. There's, there's depth. There's meaning. I want to see that person again, and I want to learn, and I want to talk, and I, and I want to exchange. But if you settle into mediocrity, First off, before you got in a relationship, if you are a walking C, what is a C? The grade, a C. If you are a walking C plus, <laughs> whatever you did to get that person going to wear off soon. That's just this. You hear me talk about it all the time. Krishnamurti, self-knowledge never ends. So if you're not constantly cultivating, developing, exposing, expanding, growing, challenging, I'm going to be on my cell phone. <laughs> the relationship is going to be boring. I'm going to be on the cell phone. Right? If you and your unhealed wounds are best friends, I'm going to be on my cell phone trying to devise a way to get away from you. <laughs> I know I, I know a lot of people don't want to hear it this evening, but there's no amount of paying attention to somebody that is unhealed. And we're all unhealed. You know my rule. We are all whips. What is a whip? A work in progress. Everybody has work to do. And that's this, this is why... I say the work is self-work and not your partner doing something to appease you. We are all whips. I don't want to plan a date night with you if you're still struggling with your relationship with your mother. I would pay for you and your mother to go see Dr. Jashana Johnson. Go get that therapy session and get, get a few of them and get going. Right. And stay there and learn and evolve and expand. That's what we should be doing. But we get into the relationships and we get into the business of let's do, let's go, let's travel, let's eat, let's sex, let's let's do all of this. And we fail to realize that all of those wounds are eating, sleeping, sexing and traveling right with us. It's all happening right with us. The relationship becomes monotonous because doing is not enough to keep the relationship going. I know a lot of people don't like when I talk like this because I upend the fairy tale. I upend, and, and really, they don't want to think about it because they're living it. <sighs> How many people are living this life I'm explaining right now? The cheaper to keep them, those people that I've invested all of this time, those people. You feel like you have nothing in common. You have a hard time finding things to talk about. You don't enjoy spending time together. You often feel irritated and annoyed with your partner. How did they become your partner? You don't feel attracted. You know how many sexless marriages are, are currently happening in America right now? I was going to do that topic. I said, oh, I'm going to hold on until next week. Do you know how many sexless marriages? That bed cold in a mug. Why your bed cold? Because your heart is cold. Oh, I know y'all don't want to hear that tonight. I know you don't, but I'm going to keep telling you. You don't appreciate any, each other anymore. This is how relationships grow into boredom. Hmm? 
I'm going to tell you right now, no amount of complimenting each other is going to break the monotony. Especially, and, and, and listen, when I say this, yeah, you can compliment your partner, sure. Right? And, and if it's organic, I always go with the organic. If it's organic, great. Just, you know, hey, you look nice today. That's fine. That's good. But if it's robotic, if it's, I better compliment her. People forget about the energy in relationship, the vibration, the frequency. All of this stuff matters. You think women don't know when it's disingenuine? Hey, you look good today. Oh, you just saying. <laughs> women, some, I would say, not all women, some but all. But many women are very in tune. Right? Planning dates with a toxic, with, with toxic people, that's just, it's a band-aid. I know. You, you probably should get out of the relationship as opposed to getting out on the town. <laughs> Nobody wants to hear it. One of the things that they wrote I think is pretty good. Encourage each other to learn new things. I think that's good. If we encourage each other to expand our thought process, that's amazing. Let's do that. But please understand, when you expand your thought process, do you know that you might be actively breaking up with your partner? Because the way I thought when we got together is part of what made us compatible. If I change this thought process, if I elevate this thought process, it might be curtains for you. When I come forward, the voice of reason. My chat room is very intelligent. They recognize that my co-host is a 2000s, early 2000s mega mix. Come on, y'all. It's Friday. Why not get in the groove, man? Let's vibe. So there's two things that I want to bring to your attention. Einstein says something very, very powerful about monotony. He says, the monotony and solitude of a quiet life stimulates the creative mind. That's one thing. Again, that's compassionate love. You get quiet, stillness. You, know, you hear it in the, the Christians understand it as peace, be still. There's a different type of centeredness, uh, stillness in the being. Many of us do not achieve this space because relationships, like I said, are, are based on stimulation. What are we doing? Where are we going? What's happening? And the relationship is, is undergirded by that activity. This is why you hear people say things like love is a verb. What have you done for me lately? Ain't nothing going on but the rent. So you live in a transactional society that have transactional rules. Stimulation takes precedence, right? So let's go even deeper. Curiosity can lead to an instant spice-up of a dull and monotonous relationship. I can't be curious. Listen, yeah, this is going to hurt. I can't be curious of the known. I can't be curious about the known. If you ain't changed and I ain't changed, ain't nothing changed in this relationship. So that kills the curiosity. Many people don't want to change. They identify with what they've been through. Right? What they've been through is like a badge of honor. No, what did you get through? Let's change the narrative. It's not just what you've been through, but what did you get through? And if you're always engaging in the process of getting through, curiosity lives in the relationship. Right? Curiosity is a good thing for a relationship. Many people like curiosity in the bed. Say, I'm finna get on the roof. And I, many people love curiosity in the bedroom, but they don't love curiosity in the spirit. They don't love curiosity in their soul. 
They don't love to, to investigate deeper what makes them who they are. I'm telling you, most of you, if you don't adopt this, most of your relationships will be getting old soon. In my 2019 book, The Holographic Relationship, there's a chapter in there called Relationship Entropy. And I talk about entropy from the scientific level, and then I turn it into a relationship concept. And people don't understand. It's, it's what it is. Now, let me give you this definition real quick so you'll understand what entropy is. Uh, entropy uh, deals with the second law of thermodynamics. The longer an energetic system goes on, a thermodynamic system goes on, the more it begins to break down into chaos. And whatever energy was available initially is no longer accessible. Now, you do know, based on the first law of thermodynamics, energy can never be destroyed. It can only change form. If you're not working on you, the energy that brought the two of y'all together over time breaks down into chaos. The relationship breaks down into chaos. You lose access to the energy that initially brought you guys together. Here's the definition in, in physics. A thermodynamic quantity representing the unavailability of a system's thermal energy for conversion into mechanical work. Often interpreted as the degree of disorder or randomness in the system. Tell me that's not relationship. The second law of thermodynamics, entropy, relationship entropy. Listen, if you're an actor in relationship, which most people are, a performer, I'm going to act like I ain't hurt. I'm going to act like I ain't been through nothing. That makes you a performer. A performer uses a method. A method can also be identified as mechanical because it's a system. How long you think you can keep the system going? How long you think you can fool your partner into believing that you into them? This is relationship entropy. A thermodynamic quantity representing the unavailability of a system's thermal energy for conversion into mechanical work. My best foot forward. The mask I'm wearing to present as if I am a, rela a viable relationship off, uh, uh, option. Do you know that mask you wear suffers from entropy? A degree of disorder or randomness in the system? It's going to break down. You're not going to be able to maintain the performance. And this is how we get bored. <laughs> you want to go uh, to Campari's and get some spaghetti? <laughs> For the 1,000th time? Sure, <laughs> I can eat again, <laughs> but I would like to eat with someone that exudes meaning. If you're not cultivating meaning, you're just in a practice. Does that make sense? You're just performing. <laughs> Curiosity can lead to an instant spice up of a dull, monotonous relationship. How do we become curious about each other again? Every time I get ready, Andy come in here and he, he, he put the finger up in the window. Hey, hey, you got, listen, when I come forward, oh, and Fred called back, when I come forward, we're going to go back to the phone lines. And then I, I, I'm enjoying just talking because I don't get to talk like this often because the phone lines be crazy. When I come forward, I'm going to talk to Fred. Is it good to you? Good to you. More Voice of Reason with Zoe Williams when we come forward. The Voice of Reason on KBLA Talk 1580. This is crazy. 
My chat room said I'm in love because of the playlist. <laughs> Come on. I, pl- I put this playlist together for y'all. <laughs> they said Zoe is in love because of the playlist. No, don't do me like that. Listen, man, the playlist is my co-host. Just in case I don't make it home. I got to make love to you one more. <laughs> uh, uh, listen, man, we're talking about boredom in relationship, and a lot of people are bored and they have a sense of stuckness. They feel like it's not happening the way they want it to happen. And I'm simply saying many of the ideas and concepts that we've that we were taught about relationship, I believe, are very, very limited, right? Right? Going through the, the motions of a redundant relationship. I believe that most relationships are redundant because I think I think, and maybe you maybe you guys disagree with me. I think you date the same person in a different body if you haven't learned the lesson. So if you haven't learned a particular lesson, I think you can look at a good two or three people and be like, these are the same guy. Or this is the same girl. A date a certain type. Because a lot of people don't believe their relationships work like a mirror. And I'm saying that's that's it. That's the spiritual piece that has been missing. Relationships are a highly reflective classroom where the biofeedback you get from your partner is your personal curriculum. I can name... Three or four girls that fit in a box. Third, well, I got to go. I got to come forward again. Okay, when I come forward, I'm gonna finish that thought. Reasons. The reasons that we're here. The reasons that we fear. Our feelings won't disappear. Disappear. You're listening to the Voice of Reason with Zoe Williams on KBLA Talk 1580. My chat room is ripping me. Because of my playlist. <laughs> Listen, man. There's sisters all over the world listening right now like, yo, this was that joint. Every record that came on, Arabia was like, yeah. The brothers is like, oh, Zoe was in love. Zoe was talking about peaches and cream and Zoe. <laughs> They call they call my playlist moist tonight. They said that Zoe has a moist playlist. <laughs> Listen, maybe the playlist ain't for you. How about that? <laughs> How about it? You want me to play a bunch of hard legs? I was going to do a Run DMC playlist tonight. Somebody said Zoe trying to get a Valentine's Day early. Don't, hey, don't do me. Okay, don't do me. Listen, my playlist is my co-host, and oftentimes I play records that fit, right, the vibe of the topic. And these were very excitable records, right? Let me put my A&R hat on. These are records that, you know, had energy, that Peaches and Cream, you know, 112 produced by Jermaine Dupree had energy that was a that was a record that it was different than what we had come to real uh recognize from boy bands or you know like the troops or the new additions it was a little bit more street it had that atlanta feel on it it was a different vibe and then somebody said jaheem is luther vandross jr <laughs> don't do come on man but these are records that had a different energy. And I was playing these records because stimulation was the topic, right? Stimulation versus vo- boredom, right? So, you know, we, why don't we fall in love? That A. Marie record got energy on a superwoman, Little Mo. There's energy on that. React, Eric Sermon. These are great. You gets no love, Faith Evans. These are records that feel a certain way. You girl, you know what's up, you know Donnell Jones. Just in case, man, man, these are records that have an energy because a lot of times in relationships, music speaks and kind of crafts the environment 
of how you know it's like the soundtrack of the relationship and i've already and i've often said most people have a stronger relationship with their playlist than they do with their significant other so the brothers in my chat room zo's playlist is moist zo's playlist is damp damp <laughs> you go you going to call the playlist damp brother anyway Again, we don't have all of the answers. The purpose of these shows is to create more questions. We should get more curious. I'm telling you, internal work, always looking to evolve and become better, remaining curious about oneself, you bring that spirit into your relationships. Now, if it's all mechanical and it's about showing up a certain way and doing things a certain way and, and it, that's going to get old so let's push each other to be more curious to be more creative right let's push each other to expand the boundaries of what we think our relationship is possible or, or, or capable of you know what i'm saying well listen when i come forward guess who gonna be on the best of danny morrison and Robin Ayers, the voice of reason, is always on fire. We appreciate everybody for tuning in. Ain't nothing but love. Friday is on fire. Listen, if you're in Los Angeles, come to Lamert Park 10 to 1 p.m. I'm going to be down there. They put me in the T-shirt booth. It's not a kissing booth. I'm going to be in the T-shirt booth. You want a T-shirt? Come holler at Zoe Williams. I'm going to be down there. I'm going to have my hoodie on. Come see you, brother. I'm going to be there. I appreciate everybody for tuning in. I'm going to holler. Deuces. KBLA 1580 Santa Monica.